Can I offer you a gently used, non-shooting, 6'11", defensive monster of a point guard? Let's do it. Ben Simmons, is he a fit in Dallas? I'm excited. We're getting into it on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Brought to you by Michelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. All right, Isaac Harris, and welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. But Ben Simmons, stay on the One More Thing King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Okay, before we get into the Ben Simmons talk, because... Honestly, we had a whole different topic we were going to do tonight around the Mavs. And this is still around the Mavs, too. But I think anytime you see a team get put out like they did, you, we start getting these tweets. We start the getting Sixers. DMs. Uh, yeah, the Sixers. And so we felt like we had to have the Ben Simmons pod. Like, what is it a, a Mavericks possibility? It's like, all of that. Let's have a conversation. Right? Let's have like, the like, conversation. But get your drink, like sit down. Let's all sit down in a circle and have the conversation. Uh, before we have the Ben Simmons conversation, draft lottery tonight. Ooh. And we're hosting a live show on the Locked On Podcast Network. What Look is at it? you promoting stuff? I, I mean, this is what I do because I'm a company man. But me and Jackson Gatlin hosting the draft lottery show. We're going to have all kinds of stuff. Chad Ford is going to join us to do Let's a mini go. mock draft right after the order is set. It's going to be kind of pandemonium chaos. We're going to have as many locked on hosts as Restream will allow us to have. And so I hope to get a bunch of them in there to get their live reaction for when their team does or does not get their pick. Just join to see Jackson Gatlin, host of Lockdown Rockets. Just join to see his face. When the Rockets don't get their pick, 47.9% chance the Rockets don't get their really high, you know, first round pick. So that'll be so, gold. So right now, itself. who gets the first overall pick? Who's your guess? Thunder. I think the Thunder have the best chance. Uh, okay. If not, then the Timberwolves. And then we just all go, why again? No. Why? What's the point? It's just a, it's a Cavs thing all over again. T-Wolves, Cleveland. I'm so sick and tired of Cleveland or Minnesota <laughs> getting the top pick. <laughs> Uh, let's go with Orlando. Orlando's my pick. They got they got some chances there. Stealth one, Raptors. That'd be fun. Yeah. Let's just, just East. Can the East get majority of these top picks? Can it be like a Toronto, Orlando? I mean, heck, just throw Cleveland in there. Let's get some of these guys that are supposed to be really good in, in the East. I was looking through, and the only, like, if you're trying to think, oh, who would the NBA like to have the number one pick? If they're going to do a frozen envelope thing. The only big market besides like Golden State, kind of, who's not really a big market, but they have a big fan base. Like the only team in there that's a big market at all, like even close, is Houston. <laughs> that's the only yeah. one that is, is a big market. Like the other one's Oklahoma City, Orlando, Cleveland, uh, Toronto, I guess, is a, is a bigger market. Sacramento, New Orleans, Charlotte, San Antonio, Indiana. Like none of these are big. Detroit, like none of these are really that big of markets. Yeah, and for Houston, I mean, if they don't get this, you know, pick, <laughs> um, man, it's just 
They desperately they got, need this. They have two other first round picks, so it's not like they're gonna have nothing. But yeah, but this uh, is they're, a they're I gonna mean, be in yeah. the twenties. But still, yeah, they need this really. A bad. loaded, you know, top five. These all five of these guys, what draft people are, you know, yep. really good players. So if Houston doesn't get it, I will laugh and <laughs> I will enjoy that, and I will yeah. tune in just to see Jackson's face yes. if they don't get it. But they need it. And he's true blue, like Rockets fan. He's not one of those fakers <laughs> like me that joined and is wasn't a fan their whole life. Uh, we have some of those, but he's true blue rockets. Like I think he went to Houston university and all that. So also on his show on Friday, he had Raphael Barlow on, uh, from lockdown NBA draft. And he said, what you got for me, Raphael? And I like immediately did a double Whoa. take as I was listening Whoa. to <laughs> You copyrighted that. I should have, I should We're have. We're suing him. So anyway, Rafael Barlow on Lockdown NBA Draft had RJ Hampton and RJ Hampton's dad on the podcast, Lockdown NBA Draft. Go follow that. You have to between now and the draft. Our, also, our friend Richard Stamen is on there on Tuesday, so go check out that podcast. All right, we got to talk about Ben Simmons. Have to. Let's do it. It's the conversation. It The parallels between him and Porzingis, we talked about a little bit yesterday, are striking. Just besides the injury stuff, which Porzingis deals with and Ben Simmons doesn't, uh, the fact that Ben Simmons can't play offense, apparently, and Porzingis can't really play defense, that, that parallels itself. And then the defensive end, the offensive end for Porzingis. So a couple people have DM'd me, like you said, DMs, tweet, like all that kind of yeah. stuff, YouTube comments. It's been all over the place. Should the Mavs pursue Ben Simmons? I'll start there. Should they? Well, I've actually put a lot more thought into this than I thought I would because when I first approached it, one, you guys have been listening to this podcast. Y'all know how I feel about Ben Simmons. I've always felt that he's overrated of just how he's been perceived uh, with media and just a league of like, hey, this is brand new superstar Giannis type of guy. And it's like, I just never thought he was that. I think he thinks he is that. Maybe before this last series he played in. Yeah. But I still think now I've, now I'm kind of leaning the other direction that I think the hate is going a little bit too far that some people are putting him in this camp of just like a salary dump a you know Al Horford type trade and I'm like okay I I think we're going a little bit too far so the the answer to your question is should the Dallas Mavericks pursue him I think the answer to that's with a, like a lot of players of well it depends on the cost right and so if you're saying that you could bring Ben Simmons in and for a decent price, then I, th- I think there's a route that I could be, I could talk myself into it that, but there's, but there's other questions with him that I would need answered before, you know, if I, if I could get those answers from him. Three years ago, you and I did a podcast and the podcast was titled Dennis Smith Jr. for Mo Bamba. Who says no? We tweeted it out. We are not as well known as we are now, uh, even though we're just barely well known now. And Dennis Jr. himself, who now follows me on, on Twitter, and we have had some DMs oh. back and forth, you know, just saying, hey, I appreciate your time in Dallas and all that. He liked the tweet, <laughs> Mo Bamba for Dennis Jr., when he was on the team and all that. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it again. <laughs> I did a story with him, like, the following week. So it was, like, super – I talked to him after practice. I know the spot that I talked to him in the practice facility, and I remember him walking up. I'm like, God, please don't think that like remember that i'm the guy with the podcast that mo bamba huh suggesting you trading uh getting traded but if he just walked up to you and you was like like my buddy mo i'm ball (laughs) right in your face 
Uh, but here's here it is. Christoph Porzingis for Ben Simmons. Who says no? You have to walk through it and just say like, I was just reading like I was just reading uh, Kevin O'Connor on the Ringer just about how low Ben Simmons' stock is right now, at least among fans and everything. Uh, it seems like they're at very similar points. The injury stuff really takes Porzingis to a different level than Ben Simmons, obviously, because yeah. at least Ben Simmons, you know, is 100% going to be available. I mean, he missed his first season, so that one, you know, with the foot injury. But then 81 games is rookie year, 79 games, and then uh, 57 and 58 games the last two years, but there's shortened season, so he's not missing a, not missing a ton of games, decent amount of games there. But he's going to play more than Porzingis for sure. Yeah. Well, but well, what, yeah. would you rather want offense or defense? Basically, is kind of what it comes down to. And if you're, if we've learned anything from these conference finals, you go offense all the time. Like you, you always go for the offensive player. True. Let's also look at his situation. He's a clutch client. I think we all we have to put that in there. Um, yeah, that counts now. Yeah, for it, sure, it, it does count. Um, he's 24 years old. He's a year younger than KP. He's about to turn 25 in a month. Yeah, and KP's about to turn 26 here coming up pretty soon, too. You look at his contract. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger than what I thought it was when I was looking at Simmons' yeah, contract. Yeah, he got the bag. 33 next year, 35, 37, and then $40 million he's on the books. Uh, yeah, he was drafted after Porzingis, so his max is bigger than Porzingis because yeah, so salary cap. He's made the All-Star team three in the past three seasons, like a three-time All-Star in his uh, short career so far. So, Sec, you know, two-time all-defensive team. We know we know this about Ben Simmons, okay? The question that I have with Ben Simmons, and I think for anybody across the league that's gauging any type of interest of like, hey, should we trade for Ben Simmons is, do you want him to play? And I, I hate like trying to put somebody into the Draymond Green box because Draymond's such a unique player and it's almost a disrespect to Draymond, but can he play that type of role on a good team or are you a, are you a bad enough team to where you're saying you know what we'll take a swing at him if the cost is cheap we'll take a swing at him and let's just try to build a team around him because he's never had a team built around him give him it's the true. ball and say let's put shooters around him and let's have fun with it or are you going to try to put him into a box into a specific role in a Draymond Green type of system but will he buy into that that's the question so I think that's the bigger thing that you have to figure out if you're a team around the league. And I think there's teams in both of those camps that I think would, would definitely take a swing at Ben Simmons for the right cost. We have to get into it. We have to keep talking about Ben Simmons. So, But before we do, let's talk about the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Player of the Week for the Dallas Mavericks. Mavrello? <laughs> start, let's start throwing out oh, some suggestions. Oh. Uh, Dirk? Dirk, I think Dirk has to be the player of the week. He came in. He's kind of hoping to right the ship. He calmed all of our nerves down. I think Dirk is the player of the week. I think that's that one's pretty clear. Yeah, going with Dirk. He, yes. Anytime Dirk's involved in the situation. Greatest of all we, time. Greatest Maverick all, of all time. We can all take a, a deep breath. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so Dirk Nowitzki coming in, his role. What do you think Dirk would think about Ben Simmons? I was actually I was actually listening back to some Dirk audio because I was trying to find a clip for the intro of the podcast a, a couple days ago. And that All-Star game, the last I think it's the last one that, that Dirk played, he was wired. 
and you hear him he's guarding he's like come on james come on james talking to james harden like here we go james here we go and then he and then the next one down it was and harden was kind of laughing and talking back to him you couldn't hear him but then the next one was ben simmons he goes okay ben come on ben what you got ben i got you ben i got you ben and ben simmons no smile no nothing on his face and i'm like you just can't play along with anything like <laughs> i really just can't have fun at all I don't know if Ben Simmons and, and Luca would get along that well, but uh, yeah, so he was in that video with, with Dirk. I think Luca would enjoy not uh, being guarded by him anymore. That's true. Uh, that that would Twice be a, a year for Luca, but no, I could, Dirk would be like, hey, Jason Kidd, he, he couldn't shoot in the beginning of his career. Could you be Jason Kidd later on? <laughs> this is not a Jason Kidd situation at all. But not maybe, at all. Not maybe at Dirk all. and Holger could help out Ben Simmons with his shooting. Like maybe ben, a... meet Holger. <laughs> Holger's like ninety years. Holger's old, like man. I quit, bro. This is not out. No, <laughs> I can work with Dirk. I don't know if I can work with this. Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Two point six carbs, ninety five calories. Joy creates success. Go get you some Michelob Ultra. Also, want to tell you about Credit Karma. Credit Karma is the uh, and always has been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more with Credit Karma Money Spend Account. You can be rewarded for good money habits. Sometimes you're not getting, you're not rewarded for the stuff that you do right. You're always like you always get penalized for the stuff you do wrong. And with Credit Karma, it's a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for just making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. You in, you're instantly put into a raffle all that Credit Karma has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members. Do some math on that one. Just do a little long division on that. That's some pretty big winnings there for some of these people uh only june 20th through the 30th so you don't have much time to get this in when you make a purchase between june 8th and june 30th you'll automatically be entered to win a million dollars a million just by using this credit karma money debit card right now visit creditkarma.com slash win money to open a free account and start winning instant karma go to creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma that's credit karma dot com slash win money all one word instant karma sponsored by credit karma no purchase necessary exclusions and terms provi- uh, apply see rules banking services provided by mvb bank inc member fdic maximum balance and transfer limits apply all right isaac let's get into some more about ben simmons let's let's take a step back a little bit here because we are the big question is porzingis for simmons who says no what's ben simmons role in the nba because it seems like we, we've been talking a lot where the Mavericks are right now about floor raisers and ceiling raisers. We've talked about how Rick Carlisle was a floor raiser, but we're not sure if he's a ceiling raiser. Luka Doncic is 100% both. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to take your floor up and he's going to take the ceiling up. There's just only a couple players in the league that do that. Uh, Rudy Gobert is a guy that's going to really raise your floor, but not sure he's going to raise your ceiling necessarily. There's just certain guys like that. Whereas Donovan Mitchell... Not sure he's going to raise your floor, but he'll raise your ceiling for sure. There's there's a, there's a, some rare guys like that. Jamal Murray seems like a guy that is that as well, um, and and all that. Is Ben Simmons just a floor raiser and not a ceiling raiser because of how limited he can become in a playoff situation? I well, I just think it depends on like what he thinks of himself. And honestly, it, it's I don't want to go down that whole thing again. It's kind of similar to the Zach Levine thing that we had. You know, our whole debate conversation we had about Zach Levine before the season of, well, what does he think he is? Like, 
Can he change his mindset? And he did this season in Chicago. Yeah, I he thought did. He, he was more of a playmaker this year. I thought he got more efficient. I, different player. I, I love what Zach Levine did this year in Chicago, but we had those same type of questions about him going into the season. And it's like, what does Ben think Ben is? Does he think that he is a superstar that should be a point guard in this league? And does he look at Giannis in Milwaukee and be like, if I just had a team build around me, that's what I could be. Because that's not what we've seen at the end of that series. Like that was more like the mental side of that and just where his head is at and his confidence and all of that. So that's where I'm just so intrigued. Like, could a Portland, could a, I mean, Clutch City, could the Lakers tr- trade Caldwell Pope and Kuzma and whoever it is and say, hey, come, come play with AD and LeBron and just, you know, be a role guy and let's do this. Be a very expensive a- role guy. Weird team, and I don't know if that trade gets it done, but <laughs> I know, but like I don't know what his values. Like, could he go to a Portland? Could he go to a Clippers team that you know, like that's the type of thing? It's like, could he play a role like that? Could if he came to Dallas, like I've seen some people are like, hey, what would his fit be with like with KP? If it if his value was just simply like Dallas, <laughs> well, it's like Dallas's cap space, and then they you know trade a couple players, take Ben Simmons in. It's like Ben Luca KP. I think there's some big questions with that because then you're asking him to play pretty much the Dwight Powell role. It's like, yep. hey, can you be a rim runner? But man, his defense would be great to have on the defensive end to guard any of these opposing great players in the league. But then you run into the same dang issue that Philly is basically having. of like, where do you put him? Like, where do you put him on offense if he's out there with, with KP? So I think- And can't hit a free throw. Yes, and he can't hit a free throw. So I think the flexibility- of Ben Simmons. I think the the whole selling point of Ben Simmons would be if you did the KP for Ben Simmons swap, then you have like then you go out and get like a cheaper center to where in the in the regular season it works, right? Like we've seen Rudy Gobert yeah. in the regular season, be ben, ben Simmons regular season. You make it work in the regular season, but then when it gets to the playoffs, you have the flexibility because for me and this is just my opinion, I think the only way he works on a really good team is that he's the only non-shooter on the floor, yep. and he's bought into being a pick-and-roll rolling guy. Draymond. It, yeah, he he's bought into playing the Draymond role. To where if you made the KP, you know, if theoretically that trade happened, then you have that flexibility in the playoffs of saying, Ben, you're going to play the five in the playoffs, and it's going to be you with Luka and three other knockdown shooters, and you're going to run pick-and-roll with Luka. And that's the only way I think you could possibly make that work. But, man, I... So I'm not in love with it. I'm just saying that's the only like route for that. And but man, I would love to have him defensively. It would be really cool to have him defensively in Dallas. Defensively and during the regular season, no question, no question, you would want to have it. Honestly, I would rather have him than Porzingis during the regular season. For sure, it's just when it comes to the playoffs, that yeah. that gets real dicey because, like you said, what role does he want to play? Where do you play him? All that kind of stuff. We've seen the the Sixer season and and it really came down to Ben Simmons couldn't just score like six more points, right? Or like yeah. seven more points. It really just came down to that. And passing up that dunk, his confidence is completely shot and all that. But still incredible, versatile, one of the best defenders. He was up there for defensive player of the year. Like he's just a game changer in that way. So we've seen, you know, the, the a Blazers potential trade. We've seen a bunch of other potential trades where I could see him fitting better than Dallas, I think. Yeah, but, I mean, but, if, but let's but let's answer the question though. Who says no, Mavericks or the Sixers with Ben Simmons? I think it's the Sixers. 
I don't think I don't think Simmons's value is that low because I think Porzingis's injury history factors in more in this whole scenario. Who says no? And what do the Sixers do with an Embiid Porzingis front court where they're just getting hurt all the time? You know what I mean? What, what are they going to do with that? Well, How do they think play that, with that? Yeah, well, I think the appealing factor for them. I'm not saying that that would be the you know the perfect trade for them. I'm saying I could see Philly side saying it if they believe that he's healthy going into this offseason. It's like, okay, well, we're swapping out Ben Simmons for a knockdown three-point shooter and somebody that we can space the floor with, you know, with with NB down low and say, hey, now, would, it, would KP love that? Probably not. But, no. you know, that's the – I could see at least that appeal a little bit for them because he's a shooter. I, I agree with you. I think Philly says no first because of the injury stuff. And it's would like – take Richardson back? <laughs> But it's like at least Ben Simmons is going to be on the floor. And that right. that's the biggest thing of like KP, you don't know if he's fully going to be on the floor or not. I'm really intrigued of if Dallas would do that because it's not the perfect fit. It limits you of what you want, like what you could do as far as upgrading the roster. But then again, like the appealing side to Dallas would be like, well, at least we have a 24-year-old who's a three-time all-star arguably the best perimeter defender in the league that we know is going to be on the yeah. floor at all times that like we'll figure out the offense later on. Like I, I could see, and he's under contract for four more years. It's a crazy number, but like I could see that side of the mindset too at, at the same time. The thing about that is we don't know what Dallas is. <laughs> we don't no, know. No. We don't know the GM, the front office, anything. So we don't know anything about what Dallas and the thinks. Rick Carlisle, like roles and all the stuff we've always yeah. referenced forever yeah. of like, yep. this is what the five does. This is what yep. the four does. Like that's out the window because we don't know Cent- who the coach is. Centers a bullpen. That's gone. Maybe right. Like that could be out the window. That's what Donnie told me about. So like, we can't even reference that anymore. So nope. it's pretty wild. All our reference points are gone. Uh, the reference points that aren't gone, betonline.ag. You can reference all the odds and scores that you want on betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. They have all kinds of lines and all kinds of action that you can put money down. Ben Simmons' Over. next team odds? Ooh, interesting. I mean, NBA player futures. They have Come awards. on, if they had Porzingis a while back, then NBA specials, trade props. Joel Embiid's next team if traded. What are they oh. going to trade Joel Embiid? Bet online. Oh. What do we do? You got the wrong player in here. <laughs> I actually think they do have the wrong player because the top ones are Portland, Houston, Golden State, the Lakers, and the Timberwolves. I think they put the wrong player in here. Interesting. Uh, Timberwolves, Pacers, Pelicans, Blazers, plus 200, Rockets, plus 250, all that. Uh, NBA draft, first round. First overall pick, Cade Cunningham. Yeah, that should be a lot. Minus 2,000. That's not even that big of a lock. Evan Mobley plus 900. Uh, Bet online. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus. Your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Also, I want to tell you about rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com. Just go in there, search your car, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Maybe it's something you've been looking for. Maybe it's something that you're like, oh, I'm going to put that off. I need to get this thing. Uh, I need to get some engine oil for my car like i need to find the exact right type of engine oil you can find that on rockauto.com you can find exactly what you need their uh their prices are always reliably low for every single customer they have everything that you need they're a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years go and explore their easy news website to find the solution for your auto parts today go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com.com 
All right, Isaac Harris. Porzingis for Ben Simmons. Who says no? I think it's the Sixers. I think it's yeah. clearly the Sixers because of health for sure. Because of play alone, that one that one's interesting. But it's hard. It's impossible to take out injuries because that's it's part of the game. True. Uh, but but now, like you could see Dallas's pitch though. Like if they made that yeah. trade next week, you could see Dallas's like promotion of of saying. We what just would Masai Ujiri tell Daryl Morey in that? In that <laughs> well, you you could see the article being written, you know, with Brad or whoever it is, and it's like we just paired six ten Ben Simmons, who's yeah. twenty four years old, two time All NBA defense, three time All Star. We just paired him alongside Luka Doncic for the next years to come. That now we have our perimeter guy to guard the Kawhis and LeBrons and Devin Booker's and all these people of the world. It's you like, want to talk about a Josh Richardson upgrade? Delon Wright, Josh Richardson, <laughs> Ben Simmons. <laughs> so, but like that—that that would be the the selling point, right? And it's like, yeah. and then we're all like, okay, so where's he going to play on offense? But yeah, let's talk about defense, though. You know, so I I I think that there's a selling point there to where if they made the trade, I like I could convince myself to that. I'm just not in love with it. Like I'm. I really said no immediately when I saw them get put out. I'm like, nope, not even going to listen to this. And now I'm just kind of like wading the water a little bit. I'm like, okay, like I could, I could convince myself of it. Maybe what's more likely Porzingis becomes a solid above average defensive player. Ben Simmons becomes a solid above average offensive player, which he, he is a good offensive player. Like, let's be real. Like he, there is things on offense. He's an incredible passer. He's, you know, can, can pick and roll. He can do that kind of stuff. Like he can like transition transition. He's amazing. All that guy. He can finish around the rim if he gets to certain spots on the floor. But, uh, so that, but let's say half court player, let's say it, Ben Simmons becomes a passable half court player in, in the playoffs. Porzingis becomes a passable defensive player in the playoffs. Which one's more likely? I'll take I'll take the uh, unfair. Like it depends on what system he's in. I think Luka Doncic could make him a better offensive player if he was in Dallas's system compared to KP legs and knees playing defense. Yeah, like him in Dwight's role. Him in Dwight's role. Just like, that would pick, be the role, right? I mean, that pick, would it's just. His role would be to roll. And just, just the, the passes he can make off of that to other shooters, if they could get like a knockdown shooter this summer and all that, like that, that would just be, it would open up so many different things to, to pass to Ben Simmons and then have Ben, ben Simmons like post up and then kick back to Luca, like all that kind of relocation stuff that Luca can do. There's all kinds of different things you can plug into an offense and, uh, and make it work. Like all the, all the Curry Draymond stuff, basically. Yeah. And like, obviously all the biggest questions about his offense, another thing that would, kind of suck about it is when Luca sets down, it's not like you're saying, Ben, go run the show. Like he doesn't really have that. And you, no. would, uh, you would want him to have that theoretically, but theoretically, if he had that, they you know probably would still be playing right now too. And one of the reasons why the Simmons thing is so interesting is because it's such a liability to in the NBA at all, to have a non-shooter on the floor to have one, but if so, if your one non-shooter is your lead ball handler, then all of a sudden, like there is lineups in this Hawks series where they're playing Ben Simmons and Dwight Howard together, and then they're like clearing out the other side of the floor for Tobias yeah. Harris to, to ISO on the other side. You're like, what are we doing? Like, where are Ben Simmons yeah. and Dwight Powell gonna go? Where are and Dwight Howard gonna go? Like, where are they gonna space the floor and spread the off like spread the defense out? They can't. They're just going to hang out around the rim, and then Tobias Harris has to take a pull-up contested jumper, and that and Tobias Harris can't get it going, and then all of a sudden you're screwed, right? So yeah. it's 
it comes down to that, and it comes down to just the dynamics on the floor and how you're, if your ball handler can't shoot, it just limits you so much. The same way, if your center can't play defense, then it limits you in yeah. an incredible way the other way, too, for the Mavericks. So I, I'd rather go offense than defense in that situation. Uh, but yeah. let's talk about Benson. What's his place in the league? Last couple of minutes here. Let's get into... Uh, does he go to the the do the do the Blazers? Do they create some kind of Draymond Curry pairing with Lillard and him? Like that I'm seems not to be... giving up CJ for Ben Simmons. I'm sorry. I'm the Blazers it. fans might they're they're done with they're done with CJ man, and Lillard might be done with them if they if they do that. I mean, it just all depends on like where he thinks he is. Like that that what what a Spurs or like a Magic or a team like that come in and say you know what we don't really have like a centerpiece. Let's bring you in and see if we can do like a Giannis light situation of saying the Rockets didn't want to do it. The Rockets didn't want to do it, but is there a team out there that doesn't have a cornerstone piece that would say, let's do that? Because I think that's that I don't like Ben Simmons in this like secondary star role. I think it's either he needs to be built around or he needs to be like the third or fourth guy in the Draymond role. If that makes sense. Like it's one of those like roles he needs to be in. It's just, is there a team that still believes he's worth building around? I don't like if I'm the Spurs or I'm the magic or something like that. And I could get him for fairly cheap. I think I would still do it. I think I would just have fun. Like, let's just see what it, he's so good defensively. He's so athletic and everything. Let's see what it would look like with him and four other shooters around him and say, let's just go run and have fun with it and see what happens. And, I just think the hate has gone a little bit too far now. Like we're, I've seen so many jokes about like, oh, who's this next team in China? He's gonna be out of the league and all. I'm like, okay, I'm I've never I mean, championed. Everyone makes their, everybody makes their jokes. I know, but I've never been the champion of the the Ben Simmons fan club. I just think it's went a little too far now. But what's his ceiling though? I mean, if he's gonna be your best player, second best player. All that kind of stuff, that the dynamics on the floor. Like I don't think I don't think you could ever win a title if Ben Simmons is your first or second best player. No. Just because of the limitations. The NBA has changed so even since Ben Simmons was drafted. Ben Simmons was drafted in, in 2017. Like, he was drafted then. It's just the NBA has changed even since then so much in those four years. The fact that you just can't get away with having any offensive liabilities or really defensive liabilities. Like Unless you are the Bucks or the Sixers or the Knicks, right? And those are the teams that the Hawks are going to play. But yeah, you, you just can't get away with stuff like that anymore. Uh, he, he also, we could play the whole devil's advocate. You, he also has never played with a point guard that could actually set him up or that could. Yeah. You know, well, he's always been the point guard, so yeah, it's like that's the reason. Will he, will he give it up? Like he played with Russell in high school, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, but like, will will he? You know, will he relinquish that part of like, okay, maybe I, I maybe I'm not supposed to be a point guard in this league. Like, let me turn into a rim rolling, you know, defensive specialist guy. But I'm just going to set picks, roll to the basket, make decisions. You know, at that free throw line thing, and like get out and transition whenever I can. If he will accept that type of role, I think there's there is a clear spot for him in the league for years to come. There's it's a just, spot for him in the league where he's playing. It's just not on a playoff team. True. Yeah. Yeah. But like you look, okay. I don't, Giannis is so much better than him, but like you look at yeah. Giannis's situation, in Milwaukee, it's like in a similar vein of like super athletic, you know, play some defense, but like he doesn't really have the step back shot. Doesn't have the three pointer. Doesn't have the free throw shot. 
But like that's what Milwaukee goes out and they say, hey, we're going to get all these guys to go around you. Other scores. All so is that the route for him to say, all right, like we can build around you, but we know we're going to have to go out and get two or three other guys that are going to have like it's still weird to me that Giannis is a two time MVP, but in these close games and in game seven and it's the final few minutes, like he he's not touching the ball. In it's true in Middleton and that's it. It is. And because they have to, because Giannis doesn't have that in his bag. So that it's still a weird thing for me to see that, but some players are just like that and they're still good. They're just not. Yeah. But yeah, you'd have to create that type, that type of team around Ben Simmons. It would have to be two off like, like perimeter oriented offensive players instead of Joel Embiid, who is way better around the rim or even in that mid range game, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. just, are they done? Does Ben Simmons and Joel, do Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid play another game together? I think no. Not. No, there's no there's way. No right? way. There's no way. Like, and, and I know that like hurts the value of Ben Simmons because everyone in the world knows you're going to trade him, but you're, you're not going to pick him over Joel unless Joel like demands a trade, which we don't think that. So ben then online might know something about that. <laughs> they had the exactly. odds there for Joel Bede gets traded. So then you're just waiting, you know, to see what happens with Ben Simmons. And I know you laughed about the Lakers offer, but like what, I mean, I've literally seen people throw out like Kimba Walker for, you know, Ben Simmons and it's like some of these like huge contracts, Andrew Wiggins and you know, somebody else for Ben Simmons. And it's so like that, see that goes with your point of everyone. People are going too far. Like he has value still. I know that's what I'm saying. I think it is too far, but is there a clutch angle to this that says, like, would you be shocked if a month from now, Rich Paul's saying, I want Ben Simmons in LA. He needs to get out of there. He needs to kind of recuperate his value across the league. And he makes the Lakers deal happen. It's, Pope and Kuzma and whoever else that and yeah, then he's a weird team that would be LeBron ben super Simmons weird but AD. like I wouldn't be shocked I wouldn't be shocked if that happened a month from now at all so and then he goes there and he's just like lockdown defender LeBron helps him get out of his funk and we're like well how in the crap did they just get Ben Simmons for freaking yeah, right. Caldwell Pope and <laughs> Kuzma like it's stupid Interesting. There you go. Guys, let us know in the comments what you think. Porzingis for Ben Simmons. Who says no if Porzingis likes it and he gets traded within two weeks? Then that means that God, we have... God, you're making this to title, ain't you? No, I won't. We have that we have a curse, so <laughs> I won't make that mistake again. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Go watch the lottery show today with us on Lockdown Net and the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel. This is the Lake Show. Ben Simmons was good. Reunited with D'Angelo, we know that you would. Check that 32 jersey. Heard me, purple and gold journey. Better get here in a hurry, hurry. Welcome to that lake show. Mitch has got to go and switch the style up. New blood, young guns, let the talent rise, lake show.